It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. And welcome back to the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast, where we talk real life, real drama in real time. I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. Hello. Hello. How's it going? How's your week been? All right. Um, last week was really busy because I was working that conference at yeah, Lesbians Who Tech. How, how'd that go? It was a lot of fun. It's funny, though, because it's also very... Um, ooh. Aunt, I knew they got in the house. No, ants, all of a sudden it just sucks because it's so hard to find the source. But two, two things. One, if you find any kind of like area where they're kind of at least gathering, cinnamon, really great deterrent, okay. and it also kills them because it gets in their. This is okay, really good. morbid, but it gets in their tiny little lungs, and then they can't breathe, and then they die. Um. <laughs> Great ways to kill ants with yeah, Katie. Um, and then also, you guys have a landlord, right? Yeah. Okay. Message them and just get them someone to spray. I bought some spray too. I But yeah, um, if it gets any worse, I think that's definitely going to have to happen. Um, I just hate. I just. Ugh. I know. I just can't stand ants. And like, I was. We made the mistake of like, because it's not, they they weren't going to like our sink or anything like that. They just were like, I found them, I found, (laughs) I had like a bag of trash hanging on the door for when we go out, like Mm. to take out. And that's where they, they, they found their way. They were all over that little bag, which was right on the door going to the outside. So you, every once in a while I'm finding like, even though I think I took care of most of them. Mm. I'm finding like, you know, you always have little stragglers. Mm-hmm. You, know, you find like one randomly <laughs> everywhere. So, uh, yeah, little scouts as I call them. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably aren't they. That I think that I think that is what they're doing. Yeah, I think it's like they send one out just to see like, oh, what's the best path? I, look, this might be solely based on cartoon knowledge. Like, I don't know <laughs> much about insects. I just know when they're around, they freak me out. Mm-hmm. Um, which reminds me, remind me to tell you about my gardening. But anyway, let's okay. get back to Lesbians Who Tech. <laughs> yes, Lesbians Who Tech. It was great. It was a great time. But it's funny because it's so humbling. So my cousin is friends with the founder of Lesbians Who Tech. Okay. And then I realized my cousin knows like all of the speakers. Oh no way! <laughs> like, like no, if you're like somebody important in DC, she probably knows you. Like, or at least the lesbians, like, or you okay. know, the, the people of <laughs> yeah. color. And I just was like, I, I don't want to say like in a like, I'm fine, but I felt like a nobody in a in a, in a new way, and I don't know how to like deal with that because it's like. All of these accomplished, like, I bet, like, really, like, the um, president of the um, Human Rights Campaign 
knows my knows my cousin. Like just like just they're just buds. Um, I should say though, my cousin used to work in the White House. I know that it's a lot of the reason why she's so well connected. She's Holy decent. shit, dude! Yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. learned so many things right now. But, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, I quite there's a there's a picture you've probably seen her of her fuck? walking with Obama like across the what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's buddies with okay wait what did yeah. she do so if i'm understanding it right she's like <laughs> was like the social oh like social media like, no 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 oh. like social events like she was in charge of that she like, was like the of. president's event planner is what you're saying so yeah event planning really does run in your family <laughs> but <laughs> But basically, I just felt like a peon, like when I was there, and I, you know, I'm okay. Like, but you were, whatever. you were the, you were the stage manager this time. I was you assistant. So I, I meet everybody. I get to meet everybody. <laughs> I, I meet everybody. So it's funny because I like treat everybody like whatever. Like I have to tell you my spiel. I got to tell you how to get on stage. I got to tell you when you go on stage. Like yeah. that's all me. But um, but then I start looking at people's credentials, and I'm like. <laughs> never never do it honestly <laughs> it's something i told mark earlier this week i was like i just sometimes i want to be dumb sometimes i, I just yeah. don't want to know because there's too much brain activity and yeah. like sometimes it's nice just to not look at the credits and like who you're yeah. talking to yeah like um pete Buttigieg's husband like i met chastin and i Shut had, like, a, yeah like, yeah jennifer i met jennifer beals um I met, of course, the president of the HRC, one of one of the higher ups of an executive at the ACLU. Um, oh my god! Um, the VP, uh, sorry, the CEO of HubSpot. Oh wow! Like I'm just saying, you're like, like hey, we we were in the old job that I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and look, and then I look at their pictures or something, or I look at my cousin's pictures, and there she is with them, like at a party, just like partying. <laughs> <laughs> wait was your was your cousin there or like my cousin was there as well okay, good. they tried to get her to speak like that's who she is so <laughs> she was like nah this is not my event wait, wait did she did no she... she's lesbian my cousin is lesbian no 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 i i just meant like did she just say like oh you're trying to get... don't make me speak don't make me speak was it I like was, that i wasn't there during the conversation but um chenny nichols i don't know if you've heard of chenny um she's like familiar. the astrologer she has her own app she's yes. like what, she got fake viral viral for having like menstrual leave at her job like she all of her employees have menstrual leave like they start out at seventy five thousand dollars eighty thousand dollars a year minimum like she's just i met channy and i actually had to tell channy to be quiet at one point which was <laughs> excuse me but i have to be teacher today <laughs> so also funny. i really appreciate they give people time off for their menstruation cycle because we need right? this isn't that a beautiful thing it's a beautiful um, thing and 75k starting makes fucking sense people i think it might be more now she was saying she couldn't remember but i know when i looked at because i almost applied to work for her um it was 75k when i was applying that was like a few years ago so i think it's close to raleigh that's probably close Still to decent. 80. Oh, okay. yeah and that's like, like all i've been working towards brief four months i was making 85k and let me I just know. tell you those were the good days those are the yeah <laughs> Yeah, because you don't. You, I mean, especially when you've got like uh, benefits from like your co company and like it, that is such. And listen to those who are listening. I know that different regions that is like well above a, a normal yes. salary. I understand yeah. that, but when you live in LA or you live in San Francisco, that is that should be minimum wage, honestly, yeah. because that is yeah. a very livable. Like you can actually go and do things. Like yeah. you can actually buy groceries and not. Right sweat it like right 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 80k just it should be normal 80k should be just like if you are above 25 and have skill sets yeah 80k should be what you do yeah yeah yes easily like yeah. um i mean i think what i just saw a thing that like middle class is like a hundred and twelve thousand a year <laughs> what <laughs> God, of course it is crazy. because no because like 
middle class you god middle class is six figures marie this yeah i'm sorry but this is it just it feels so unobtainable when like people ask me my rate and i'm and i say 80k and and i get laughed at and no oh yeah yeah i mean but especially because it's in the tech sphere which is still insane to me but i'm like 80k should be standard like i i i don't see how like my contributions my skill set like my time aren't worth eighty thousand dollars and i I still don't think that that's like that much to ask for (laughs) we got we got close to that doing less i know so like it's not oh that's what makes me so irate but oh god of course of course six figures is middle class yeah yeah it's something crazy 80k is a poverty line fuck you all i think it's lower middle class or something it's like it's still in the middle class but it's like but it's life-changing 80k a year is life changing oh god this world makes no sense and it's so funny to me because like like i I was talking to a friend last night. We were, we had dinner and we were talking about how like she's at a company, also event planning. Um, and she was talking about like how she's kind of boots on the ground event management. And there's like uh, people that are higher up above her and how she doesn't want to be in that, but they make 80 K a year. And I was like, I was like, I feel like you should be making 80k a year, like just for like going around and like doing all these logistical things and like doing the sort of like brass tacks in the moment on yeah on the playing field type stuff. Like yeah, I was like, it shouldn't be that hard to make. 80K. I know, I know. Says oh, so oh. the woman who's making probably 35k. So whatever. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm even gonna get that this year. <laughs> I, trust. I mean, we have to see how it all pans out with um with how much unemployment I'm accruing. <laughs> oh god, oh, this is man. so stupid. What a world, what a world we're living in. Um so okay, so you met all these amazing people yeah. and you should <laughs> so this is what happened. I so during the talk, we hear all this loud talking coming from the lobby. And I walk out and I see that Channy and a group of like followers. And I was just like, and I kept saying, oh, well, it's a little loud. Can we, like, she would let me, but she's like, are you saying I'm too loud? Are you saying I'm too loud? Just tell me I'm too loud. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. Maybe we could just move the party over here. Away from the stage where people are talking with microphones. Oh, it was. Oh, I felt so awkward. And then Chastin Buttigieg, Buttigieg. I had to I, say that. Uh, I I know it, it. It trips me up every time. I sometimes say Buttigieg, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's. He was talking to me, and I had to ignore him, which was you could see the shock in his face because all of a sudden, you know, because I'm wearing you radio. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I'm wearing oh. a radio, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, sorry. Dude, no, it's one of my it's one of my favorite things when like you're on set or like you're on like a stage set or whatever like that when someone's eyes just glaze over and then they like lean to the side and yeah, yeah. listening like, to like what fresh hell is this um, yeah though that is also a really great excuse when you have a headset on and you don't want to talk to someone just to go like just look up into a corner and go copy that i'm sorry i have to go <laughs> i did that not i didn't do that like i didn't leave but there was one guy he was one of my stage hands just chatty boy talks, talks so yeah. much and i would just <laughs> i would be like engaged with him for a little while then i'd be like all right i've reached the end of this conversation for me um so <laughs> oh my goodness what oh wait hold on they're talking to me i'm sorry i can't uh, <laughs> what's oh. worse is when you have that person have a headset as well and they're like what channel are you on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't hear anything i'm like oh uh, private channel private channel private yeah. channel. it's not a big deal it's, uh... <laughs> that's hella funny oh that's so funny um so but did it go well like do you feel like you did a good job fuck yeah dude i think i did i you know yeah like um you know 
I think we should have done run-throughs. I had very minimal stage hands. Did so, you get details before you had like your pre-show stuff on Tuesday? Like, did you get any details before then? No. So, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Was I telling you? I showed up that day and they weren't even ready for me. They were still loading in. And I was shocked because the year before they had loaded in a day earlier and that was the day we did run-throughs. So I got there at... Oh my God. I don't know, like 8 a.m. and didn't do anything till 1 p.m. I was not happy about that. And oh my god! I mean, if that that's like a film set, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like hurry up and wait. But um, oh gosh, that's so annoying, especially when you're like, I just need to know what's happening. Yeah. All. I was like, give me a run of show, somebody, please. Oh, they didn't um, even have a run of show. Who eventually, was- I got one, but. Did you get it Wednesday? Um, I got it in. I got it. I got the Google Doc on Tuesday. I got it in on paper Wednesday, um, which is great. This <laughs> <laughs> is it. I did as much. I think I did a good job considering, like, you know, they were they were live streaming it and they wanted us like minimally showing up on the camera and stuff. I'm like, dude, and we had to do these quick like 45 second turnovers, like of this, you know, strike the stage or add more. At one point they did a thing where they had like a a car swisher and two of the people from the L word or Eileen Chaikin, who is the showrunner, um, Jennifer Beals, um, were on stage with Kara. And then they wanted it to not be obvious that some that, that there were two surprise guests. So I had to, <laughs> while they were talking, all of a sudden Kara says, oh, we've got a surprise. And then two more people come from stage left. Well, they wanted us to reset it for uh five people after after there was our it was set for three like while they were on stage but also didn't want us to show up on the live stream it was just like one of those things that was just like you want the world and you don't give us the time to mm-hmm. yeah oh my god was oh, did was there any injuries was there any like things that went too quickly or like anything I think, no, I think that's what I'm saying. I think we did a really good job, especially because, you know, they're stagehands. They were, you know, it was my first time working with them. Okay. Um, sometimes I'm having to give them the heads like, oh, we're switching over to two, three or four because they, I didn't have enough copies of running shows for them either. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And it was hard to get copies. Um, it was so difficult. And then you know, someone was like, you could run the Kinko's. I was like, I'm not paying for anything. I'm not going to pay to get these done. No, like they, you have to get reimbursed and that's right. going to be a whole other thing if you can't even get show notes and i had no time so it was just so we i, I you know like we made it happen um yeah. uh but also like i would be doing that and then have to check things in the lobby which i don't think typically a stage manager does you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that, that would be an event manager i would imagine or an usher, is a head usher or something like somebody else can keep tabs on what's going on. It, it was a lot so i did the best i could and i think i did a great job um there no the only thing is the stage is not ada friendly so oh, it's no. like people are tripping you know every once in a while you could like it's not real bad trips but you could see the little uh because oh, it was like, step. yeah it was like two three small steps and then one huge step and then the, the turnovers were in pitch black so it was just they were like why didn't you have a flashlight i was like another thing i shouldn't have had to go out by but i used my phone flashlight for most of it but also couldn't always be there because i had to help turn over the stage because we didn't always have enough people so no it was, <laughs> it was, oh, it was I'm sweating bad. so I, much right i now. was sweating i was sweating so much um but you know i had a good time told some corny jokes to you know like Lighten so um, <laughs> yeah um 
met the CEO of Uber, okay. um, and he got heckled because he, he wait why? Because <laughs> he talked about how much his drivers typically make, and somebody was like, "That's a lie. You should be paid as minimum wage." Like I was homeless, and like I was like, "Oh God, oh God, what is this journey did to?" It was you could tell that he probably has dealt with that before. Like, probably, yeah. Like and he's, and honestly, he should continue to deal with it yeah, until yeah. it is dealt with. <laughs> it was funny though because he didn't. The heckling wasn't necessary because the person who was interviewing with him was going so hard on him anyways, was going in on him. It was just really intense. In the, in, in, it was it's just like, everyone thinks you're a piece of shit. Response? Yeah, it was basically, that's how character is. Um, but yeah, she's, this is who she is. She's like, a, let me see, what is her technical? What's her name? Kara Swisher. K-A-R-A. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've I've heard that name before. Yeah, so she's interviewing Pianich. <laughs> she's from San Francisco. Pianich is an American journalist. She's covered the business of internet since 1984. As of 2023, Swisher was contributing editor in New York Magazine. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Host of the podcast on Carrie Swisher and co-host of the podcast Pivot. In 2014, she co-founded Box. So, got it. Okay. Yeah. She's intense. And she's like, yay high. Like, yay high. <laughs> the small ones always pack a punch. They really do. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So Holy cow. It was interesting. It was really interesting. But like I said, like, it's funny because boy, oh boy. There were a lot of important people in that room. <laughs> God. That's great. Would Did you feel, I, I know you felt like a little bit like a peon and all of that. And that sucks because also you weren't set up for success to begin with. <laughs> um, I, but you, it seems like you tried to set other people up for success. Do you feel like you accomplished that? Do you feel like you belonged in that room? Yeah. Good. Um, like, I mean... I'm not one like like I'm not a DC lesbian who knows all the power lesbians. Like great, <laughs> but like I felt like people could see the my work and that it was valued. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was really cute because they there would like be the stage would be empty, and the speaker would be like, "Um, are there going to be chairs for me?" Like they'd all get freaked out. Like like I'm like no, and I'd always say if I'm doing my job right. There will be two chairs up there when you walk up, and then I'll like chuckle. Um, nice, but uh, good save. <laughs> yeah, like, if I'm doing it right, they're gonna be right up there. Um, <laughs> if I'm doing my job right <laughs> and knowing that I have a show run of shows somewhere, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna figure it out. And if oh, other I, people are doing the job right too, <laughs> yes, pretty much if they're calling it right. I met well, Aluk. Aluk. But I, I was excited because everybody like they're you know because I'd seen them before somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're like, I think I know you, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say where from because strikes. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. I guess I get IMDb. I mean, that is exactly why I have the app because of going to places and like also going to strikes and stuff. Like I, I went to um, Amazon on Monday to strike uh, with a friend of mine and she was like, oh, I, I usually see like a lot of celebrities at this one. And I was like, okay, you're going to have to tell me because... I won't know who they are. <laughs> I have my IMDb app right here. <laughs> there you go. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. 
Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Um, one of my favorite digital shows, so I think I can talk about it, is okay. um, Tig Notaro, um, the comedian. Love Tig. Love Tig. Uh, she did a show that was like, um tig doesn't know and they would invite a guest on and tig would have to guess based on clues that the like famous guest would give who they are <laughs> i love that it was such a fun show it was <laughs> and like she'd have guests on like from like you know 90s sitcoms and things like that like fairly like i guess big to us yeah, like, I, I I don't think it was Courtney Cox, but I feel like like a Courtney Cox someone came on and she, she was like, I don't know, are you from are you a book writer or like, I didn't know anything about that? It was so great. Oh my goodness! How do we know? Like that's what I guess. It's like I guess there are just people we know we see randomly. Well, well that's the thing is that like. For me, I don't always know whether I know them from television or I yeah. know them because I've seen them at shows yeah. um, and just doing the indie comedy grind out here. I, yeah. It's hard to tell. Like there was someone that I think I I met at a as NPR does a show called The Moth where you tell stories. Yes. Um and i met them at a moth storytelling and they did a really funny story and then i started following them on twitter and then they got like a series regular role on some show and i was just like oh my gosh like i was thinking that they were a good friend that i took ucb classes with yeah and i was just like dude congrats that's awesome good for you i'm glad you're finally like getting the the work you deserve and um and then like we kind of had like a back and forth on twitter and then i was just like oh i don't actually know this person <laughs> i met them <laughs> once <laughs> yeah oh boy well i've I've learned about a show that i wanted to watch and and now i remember a show that i did like so something's come up this random randomly not knowing but knowing somebody thing <laughs> <laughs> well, and it sounds like you you kind of randomly met quite a few people this I last did. week too. I did, um, I did, and it's funny because I'm never impressed till I'm impressed. Like I don't usually care, but then I'm like, oh, that's who that was. Shit! <laughs> like, wow, and here I am, just like, oh, da, 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 da. probably he's a little stinky, you know, because I'm sweating, you know, just whatever. Like. I know it's it's a thing where you feel like you're like oh I'm covered in mud and then like Beyonce walks by and you're like oh I'm not worthy. Well, Jennifer Beals gave me a look like why are you talking to me for a moment? But uh. then she realized who I was and I was like oh I just you know let me tell you what's going on. But it was funny because I was like oh this is awkward having to give directions to these people. <laughs> I just look like some crazy person walking up to everybody telling them what to do uh, but i like did it. you end up did you end up owning it did oh i i, I think you have to be comfortable like you, you, have, to, you have to flip that switch yeah you yeah have to flip that switch where it's like okay right now you're just a person and you're in my domain so i yeah. need to like tell you what to do where to go what and like exactly if, if we're gonna have a problem that's gonna be a problem for someone else but like for right now <laughs> Oh, this and I do hate flipping happening. that switch, it, especially if I'm like, 
I feel like you're more important than I ever will be. But... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I need you to listen. <laughs> but, well, it's funny when um um uh I had to deal with security guards too, and you know they always are like, "Who is this person?" Just for a second, I get a lot of looks. Um, like Alicia Garza. I don't know if you've heard of Alicia Garza. She's one of the founders of BLM, one of the very first people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that's not in trouble for housing theft or whatever that was. Um, wow. yeah, they not housing. They are they using appropriated funds to buy a house, whatever. Anyways, uh, Alicia Garza was there and she's got a security guard that walks around with her. And I remember from last year too, him like side eyeing me because I'm like approaching her. Out of nowhere, and he does not look like somebody you want to fuck with. They usually all. don't. Oh. I mean, if their entire job is brute force yeah. and, and like and otherwise means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would definitely be like sweating while approaching. I'm like, I don't want to move too fast. No sudden movements. Oh. Like- oh, no. Oh, oh God. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I'm so glad to hear that. I really am. It it honestly feels like since the Paris trip, things are kind of like going really well. I mean, I'd like to get a job, but other than that, and you will, and you will. Here's the I'm... thing: you just came off the back of like a really successful, you know, event that was pretty damn big, and you know what? You can brag about all those names too when you're in interviews and just like. Fair this enough. is what I managed. Fair enough. I had yeah. to tell Pete Buttigieg's husband to shut the fuck up. <laughs> For the listener, Marie is covering her face. <laughs> so funny. I love it. Anyways, <laughs> enough about me. What about how how was your last week? <laughs> so it's so not important. It's <laughs> like I was like, oh, I gotta remind you that I started like a little garden on the patio and, and my green onions grew and I'm really happy about I love that for you. Thank you. That's so exciting. No, I love growing stuff. I I was just I, looking at my plants, I was like, oh, I need to water them. Like, yeah. I love it. Um I I've made it like a, a hiatus product project where I'm like, okay, this is one of the things I'm gonna do. Two, I have two projects that are like so non, but like they're big for me. Um, one of them is growing herbs in a garden and like actually using them in like recipes and stuff. So I, I might trim some of my green onion and use yeah. that then. Um, and uh, and I've got I'm growing um, mint chocolate. So it's mint and the variety is like kind of chocolatey in scent and flavor. It's not actual chocolate. It's just, I guess, I don't know. I got it at the store and um, the woman who checked me out was like, I've never heard of this before. I was like, well, that's not good. Um, (laughs) And my sister was like, oh yeah, there's different varietals of mint that are sort of like they lean. So she's like, you wouldn't want to put that in like Greek food or something like that. It would be more of a dessert type of mint that you like, or something I'll make with a tea or homemade ice cream. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, and then I've got rosemary and then I've been growing these green onions from some stuff that we had had in the fridge. Um, so that's been one of my projects. And then the other project is so stupid. I love it. Like you were just like talking to all these important people and I'm like, one of my highest projects is getting my cats to talk with those little push buttons. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I want to do that too, but I just don't have the patience. I know. And honestly, Mark's like, the cats are 15 years old. They're not going to (laughs) look. But okay. I kid you not. So I put a button by the door and it says walk. And I I hate, I don't really like these buttons because they already have like the phrases embedded Um. in. Like I can't, it's not my voice. So I got to figure out how to get like those like talking buttons where I can record it and do whatever. Um, so it's this lady and she says, walk. Um, and one night we were eating dinner and usually the cats will go up to the door and just yell at it. They'll just be like, ah, we're like, okay, you want to go out? But you know, 
uh, we don't always let them, but uh, we were having dinner and I just hear this disembodied voice go walk. And I, I, I'm directionally like my hearing directionally is actually like really bad. <laughs> like I look the opposite <laughs> way. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's probably going to be a problem at some point in my life. Uh, but I looked out the window and I was like, where did that come from? And Mark was like, Yazzie just stepped on the walk button. I was like, <gasps> and I like stopped eating dinner. I was like, fuck this. And I was like, we're going on a walk. I was like, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he accidentally stepped on it. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. I know. And then, and he hasn't stepped on it since. Um, so, <laughs> and I, I honestly think they're being obstinate with me because so I figured the best way <laughs> to get them to step on a button would be treats and so i put the i love you button next to where they usually stand and beg for treats so okay. that if they say i love you i'll be like yeah you do and i give them a treat <laughs> <laughs> they will not step on that button <laughs> like i i just i'm like i will give you the candy you love if you just step on the button, I like, and I press it for them. I'm like, oh, yay. Ooh, treat. Yum, yum, yum. And they're just like, no, just give me the fucking treat. Like, they will not <laughs> step on that button. <laughs> I get it. I know. So I, you know, like, I, I feel like only the unemployed or the stupidly rich tend to be able to get their <laughs> cats to actually use buttons and talk. But I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> that's kind of what. Oh, that's fun though. It is. It is. Um, last Tuesday, good mutual friend of ours um, had her birthday, Jen, Jen Jaden. Mm -hmm. um, and we went over and had dinner with her and her new boo. Um, yeah, was really great. yeah. I, it was great. I know, me too. She's so sweet, still working on uh audiobooks and stuff. Uh -huh. Um yeah, we should have her on the podcast sometime. Um uh, she also listens, so Jen, if you're listening, shout out. Oh, <laughs> hi Jen. Hi I Jen. Oh, she's fantastic. And you know she's got a ton of stories to tell. <laughs> yeah. She's been involved with uh some important people for a while right like she knows things she knows some stuff as far as i can tell uh yeah <laughs> I, I always feel a little bit out of league when i don't <laughs> 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 <gonna> uh, <laughs> but it's always so sweet when she invites like and um oh i made spiced fudge uh Ooh. which i i offered that to a friend who was like yeah, I don't really do weed. I was like, okay, no, not like that. <laughs> like, I tried yeah, to make... Not that kind of spice. Not that kind of spice. <laughs> what are we, Dune? <laughs> um, <laughs> I I wanted to make, like, a pumpkin spice fudge um, because okay. I don't know if you've ever made fudge before, but there's a super easy hack where you just... Uh, you, you can heat up um, condensed sweetened milk and chocolate chips in like the microwave and then just put it in a square tin and boom, it's fudge. Oh, wow. Yeah, it can be that easy. Uh, I do a dub double boiler trick, but um, I wanted to make a pumpkin spice one. So I added like a chai mix, uh, some ground cloves, some ground black pepper, ginger, nutmeg, and cinnamon. Mm. And that shit. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it sounds amazing. Let me tell you. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Yeah. So I, I I got to bring that over to her for her birthday. And she was like, that's the best fudge I've ever had. I was like, oh, I doubt no. it. But that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's great. It sounds delicious. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'll make it for you sometime. And something I saw on our own Instagram recently. <laughs> Um, okay. Unstable Topics is on yes. the Game <laughs> Network. Yes, Unstable Topics, former guests of the podcast. Yeah. And um, yeah, they um, actually, Matt Kelly reached out to me not long ago and was like, hey, do you know these ladies? And I was like, I love those ladies. I was like, they're Texas based. They're super hilarious. I love their podcast. Um, and he was like, they might be interested in joining the network. And I was like, awesome. And then 
one of the two reached out to me and was like, what do you think of Geekscape? I was like, look, it's a fun time. You still gotta, you know, grind on your own and do your thing, but like, it's a good network. It's a really good network and they yeah. treat you right. So I was like, don't expect to make oodles of money, but you know, <laughs> Hey, 50 cents every now and then is so much more fun than absolutely take nothing. It. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which reminds me, Matt Kelly might want us to do a bit with them for the um, holiday live stream. Um, yes, please. That yeah. Yeah. And if you want to film sketches or anything like that, I'm I'm trying to get Nothing Burger, my improv group, to, uh, to film some sketches and then uh, submit them to be shown throughout the live stream, which should be coming up if you're listening. Uh, check out the Geekscape pages on social medias and stuff like that. There is going to be, uh, as we do every year, a 24-hour stream that's to help benefit the Boys and Girls Club of New Jersey. And um, we do a lot of fundraising for that kind of stuff. And it should be a fun time. One time we did a sort of like D&D one-shot campaign with like a Santa Claus theme. It was super fun. Um, Sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that happened is <laughs> I did an event with Hana's new company. Okay. I would like to know about it because I'm going to do a couple up here. You should. They're fun. And okay. honestly, it, re it, it felt like, oh, this is sort of like what I expected our previous jobs like yeah. like the heart of where they were going for and then got very corrupted <laughs> thereafter but like it was so fun the people were great um i don't know if you've talked to moose um or emma uh they everybody has nicknames they have like camp style nicknames um <laughs> yeah um i what i did was i did shibori dying um, where it's sort of like that pattern. I'll, I'll show you a photo. I didn't know anything about it on the morning of, and then I suddenly became like an expert. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's like tie dyeing, but instead of like the circles and stuff, which we ended up doing because everybody wanted to do tie dye. Um, but like it's with like squares and stuff and then it's super simple it was really easy Hana just gave me kind of a breakdown in the beginning and these people thought that like this was my day job was just all I do was like tie-dye and I was like look <laughs> I don't think I've hit that ver that level of weed <laughs> in my life <laughs> like someone was asking me but I just like I started like pretending like I was an expert in this. And someone asked me like, how would you do this with multiple colors? And I was like, well, there's a couple different methods. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm just going off of like base knowledge of what, how I'm doing this. It's like, you can dip it, you can paint it. You can like, yeah. you can wait for the ink to dry. Like you can wash it and do it in phases. <laughs> love that. I love yeah. that it's super fun um they are very on top of their stuff and honestly it it was wonderful to like hana was at my station but she was kind of floating around to all these different stations and stuff and she was like this is probably the easiest event we've had and hmm. yeah it was really fun very nice very yeah. nice yeah i'm doing a couple next month with good her. yeah oh it's great and they pay they pay really well like it's very decent um and they cover everything like uh, truly i was like i was kind of impressed i was like yeah all companies in event planning should be as easy as this yeah <laughs> it's amazing how how easy it becomes when people just do the right thing <laughs> I know. Well, it's in more than one of you. Like it. I mean, I know you said Hana was there, but like, yeah, they're doing different activities. Yeah. So for oh, okay. ours, it was um, it was a corporate event, um, and basically they had they they ran it like a day camp, like for adults. So they had like string art, they had button making, they had the tie dyeing that I was at. Um, but yeah, so they had a, a bunch of different stations all around, and um, and then they also had a boba tea, like that were being made. Like they just had like 
like everything to the nines. It was really cool. I didn't get any of the boba tea, which I was kind of bummed about, but oh. <laughs> but it was great. It, like the the tacos were amazing. Like they even they were like, um, you don't have to work so hard. And I was like, I didn't even feel like I was working all that hard. <laughs> <laughs> be like down your you know your back like just trying to make sure that like you're doing something at all times and i was like oh i didn't even get that sense <laughs> i was like i was like i'm just doing the job that i was assigned and they're like make sure you take a break and actually eat lunch um and someone was like oh they're asking about like more tie-dyeing and stuff and um the other person who runs it with hana um or there's like a couple people there's Emma, there's um, a guy called Honey Bear and, um, and Hana. And they were all like, she'll be there in 20 minutes. Tell them that like she needs to eat. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. It's <laughs> for like making me go on break. <laughs> I love that. Did they feed you? Oh, yeah. They fed, they fed me tacos like a bunch. Oh, great. Fresh pineapple juice. Um like really good stuffed jalapeno peppers uh it was it was awesome yeah okay well and and hana was saying like we don't always get this because it was a it was a bigger company event but um but yeah it they treated me well it was great and i got gas mileage so nice yeah good that's exciting i'm excited to do it yeah I was also, I was really impressed too, mostly about like their pay. Cause after hearing what the in-person people did at our last job and like how much they were getting paid, I was like, who would travel for that little amount of money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, anything coming up that you're excited for? Um, um, actually, I've I don't have any work right now for a couple weeks, which I I'm a little fearful about, but also kind of kind of yeah, kind of excited to be home. So yeah, and then we've got of course like our own parties and Halloween. We're throwing a couple parties, so I mean I'm gonna be doing stuff, but I'll be home. So that'll be good. Good. Good, good, good. Um, I've got a show coming up probably the week that we release this. So November 1st, uh, I'll be performing at the pack. I will also be performing um, the next night, I believe, um, at the pack. I don't remember what time that one is. And then I'm going to be doing a character bit at a stand-up show on November 9th, which I'm very excited about. still working on the logistics of that but it's gonna be fun yeah so sounds amazing yeah everybody y'all can follow us at our socials i'm at el sassy pants and you can find more updates on there i'm usually pretty good about posting stuff and then you can also follow marie mad marie 13th and i am not good about posting stuff so (laughs) i just looked at my feed the other day i was like looking i was like i should post something and the last time i posted was in april (laughs) No way. Well, I I post to my stories. Yeah, I don't. Same. I, I don't post to my. Oh, your pictures. Grin. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nico posts like every day. Like. Honestly, like that was how I knew that you were in Paris safely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nico's not gonna leave you hanging. I know. I love that about him. <laughs> so funny Uh, tell them i say hi by the way i will i will all right well my friends remember that the universe is utter chaos so please be kind to one another marie is there anything you want to leave the people with um paper to paper towels are not an adequate substitute for toilet paper go buy your toilet paper oh no yeah so i've got we sometimes we do that and it's really not good oh. for your butts or your or or, your or toilet. Your toilet so. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, yeah. especially for the butt. Yeah. <laughs> and it also depends on the grade of toilet or the paper towels. But at the same time, you know those things have like patterns and ridges and. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And like, don't be lazy. Go get the toilet paper. 
do it. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I'm going to like try and copy my Costco card and just send it out to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, we've been better about it, but yeah, every once in a while I'm like, oh, we're out of toilet paper. Um, Jeez. Yeah. 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 Oh, goodness. Well, my friends, be safe out there. Go buy that toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Protect your ass. We'll see you next week. Bye. It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 